What's going on, everyone? Hello, hello. Welcome. Uh, welcome to the Mandatory Codec, Episode 5, a podcast from the Metal Gear Speedrunners community. I am your host, Sparty. Um, and if you'd like to be a guest on this show, I just want to get this out the way, but uh, Discord is in the chat. You can join our Discord. There is a channel. Um, links and applications. And there's a Google form you can fill out to, to join me here as well and if you're listening to this on a podcast you can go to twitch.tv slash metal gear speedrunners uh the discord link is in one of the panels below so check that out then go to the links and applications channel and fill that google form out so got that out of the way um so my guest this week is lime and not not the other lime but the other lime lime meringue joins me how's it going man it's going all good. I filled out the form and now I am here. So hey. I can verify it works. It's that easy. So and I'm glad you, uh, you've you got my name down. <laughs> I do. I, I saw that it was misspelled in, in one of the relay races. So, yeah. so I had to double check and triple check to make sure that, that I didn't make the same mistake. Yeah, my, my name or just me in events in general, there's always some form of misspelling. Um, whether it's my name or the uh like the incentive goals <laughs> yeah <laughs> like one killing off meryl and that had two owls in their name <laughs> i was like you can't be doing that to my girl i mean i love meryl you know she's my childhood crush you can't can't be doing that to her uh what i did is i actually went to the, your srdc page and just copy pasted it from there i'm like you know what if he spells it wrong then it's his fault <laughs> yeah, yeah that that's a good way to do it and oh limes has a d limes 13 put a uh codec little uh what do you call it like the mubot thing uh now my the word term is slipping my mind the command there you go he put the command in there so you can check the google forms out on the on the chat as well so thanks for that um so how long has it been since you joined the mgsr speedrunning community because this is like the first time I've really interacted with you since, and I've really, I've talked to almost everyone in MGSR, even if it's just a hi or a what's up or something, but this is the first time I've chilled with you. So how did you get into MGSR and how long has it been? Yeah, so I think it's been maybe a little over a year now. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty much I only got into speed games about... Mm, I want to say it was last year around oh no maybe 2019 sorry whenever crash team racing nitro fueled came out that's when i started um mm -hmm. because that was the first game i kind of wanted to speed run and um i had some world records in that um because i was the first person to submit runs nice <laughs> um, but now i don't um and then i kind of was uh i'd always been interested in metal gear solid speed running and uh like kind of casually in a way just seeing you know the classic like plywood gdq runs and tyler 2022 or as jack says uh, uh 2021 2021 <laughs> nice Ooh. so go ahead um <laughs> but yeah so i i'd always had like a casual interest in it but i always mm. thought like the kind of glitches uh for like metal gear solid because that's you know the game i'm most familiar with growing up you know, as a kid playing that game, renting it out from, you know, back when renting was a thing. Um, <laughs> Way back in so, the, the good old age. Right, yeah. 
luckily with uh, PlayStation games, you didn't have to rewind those. They uh, <laughs> they were discs. So I don't think I don't think, I don't think a lot of the chat understands even your reference of what what rewinding means. No, right? I mean, that's you could get to a point where you were like hiring um like ten ten movies for six dollars over the mm -hmm. weekend kind of thing. That was always good. Um, <laughs> and I actually just on that topic, I remember. Uh, because I had a Sega Master System too. Um, for anyone who knows what that is, I don't even know what that uh, is. <laughs> it's it's more on like European, um, and I guess by extension Australia, New Zealand. Mm -hmm. um, because we weren't cool enough really to have Super Nintendos and that. Um, so uh, I remember like I got one. Riders PlayStation was kind of coming out, so they were like selling the old rented games like for real cheap. Mm -hmm. so that was always pretty cool but anyway back to it so Metal Gear Solid um, was quite familiar with it quite enjoyed the game and I had seen the runs done but always assumed you know our PC so mm -hmm. all the glitches and that are on PC and it wasn't until I saw uh, I'm gonna like butcher a name because I always forget what letters the vowels go uh, I think it's Kakusa Sora or something along those lines mm -hmm. it wasn't until I saw her run I think at a Femme Fatale event uh, on the GDQ channel, mm -hmm. that I was like, oh, oh my god, you can do this on console. So the first thing I did was boot up my version, good old PAL version of the game. Kind of was watching her video to understand what like kind of movements and she must have done to do like the vent glitch. Mm -hmm. Figured out how to do it on my own and uh, did the vent glitch. And I was like, all right, I'm in. Nice. So. I kind of casually would speed run it, usually after copious amounts of drinking, <laughs> um, just on an emulator. And I was like, you know, I should probably join the MGSR community because I know it exists. Mm -hmm. um, but I should do it to like kind of get tips as well as... Um, because the thing is, I went into it knowing that there wasn't such thing as a PAL skip or anything like that. And I was like, I want to be the person who finds the big skip in the game and, like, completely changes it. Uh, to this day, I haven't done that. <sighs> but I joined the community anyway, and I'd, I was kind of that guy who uh, plywood would always be, like, check the pins. Um, <laughs> you were one of those guys guy that I would just ask questions over and over again Pretty much. and not check anywhere but, else. <laughs> yeah, it took me a while to realize uh, there were tutorials. <laughs> Um, mm. which I recently paid for actually I, I sent 20, 20 bucks back to Plywood's way I was like thanks for the oh, tutorials nice. <laughs> yeah Plywood has done um, a great job of, of putting together like a very detailed tutorials as well I use it a lot yeah, also very good there is a game I'm learning where I wish there were those tutorials mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm, I'm working with the tutorials that exist and they're pretty good anyway um, but uh, so yeah I would go in and I'd I'd ask like other little questions as well because I'd like I, I never really knew what had been tested and what hadn't been tested before in mm -hmm. the game because you know I'm coming into it way later everyone else has been playing it for like who knows how many years at this point so I don't know what has and hasn't been done and I'd be like oh whoa if you like lie under the bed like you can make Johnny um come to you and save like using the ketchup so that saves one menu you could instead do the ram manipulation on the key card right and and then they're like no nah, i'm pretty sure he runs to the room slower, 
And I was like, all right, let's test it. Uh, yep, yep, you guys are right. Thanks. <laughs> so you were you were like a glitch hunter more than just a pure speedrunner at the beginning. Kind of. And, yeah, and even just trying to find, like, small, silly optimizations to the run. Uh-huh. Um, that I do, like, um, I think I've found perhaps two that are questionable as to whether they actually save time or not. What are they? Let's hear um, it. So the first one is escaping the cell room. Mm-hmm. If you do a punch, punch, kick, cancel, and then throw on Johnny, mm-hmm. he will be knocked out. And I believe when Iceman had a look at it, it was like 15 frames faster. So 15 I'm frames time save. It's better than <laughs> that's not the thing having. That relies on you. Yeah, it, it's easier for me than mashing as well because I kind of that's my weakest part of the game is the whole mashing part of things right so um, whereas someone like d limes like have you, if you hear his chokes it is nuts i don't know how he mashes that fast so quickly <laughs> dude i i don't either i'm one of the worst mashers in the community also and the way like um the hardest thing to get through is the i guess the solidus and mgs2 and even if mgs1 you're going to save meryl that's not that it's not that easy to someone that's really good at mashing, it probably is pretty easy. But for me, I also struggle with that. And what I, what I do is, like, I have the controller in my right hand. And then I kind of yeah. vibrate it to my left thumb, if that makes sense. Mm. And that's how I yeah. get around it. But, yeah, I'm horrible at mashing as well. Yeah, I've tried all sorts of ways. And, like, some of them are just, they take too long to set up, like, mm. on the fly, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, Like, I looked at, like, the, like... Yeah, all sorts of like double thumb methods and stuff, and I was like, "No, nah, my thumbs are too big to hit this tiny, tiny button." I've seen like <laughs> the spoon method where you like roll a spoon back and forth, and I, uh, I yeah. tried it once. I'm like, oh, "What are these guys talking about?" Yeah, I feel like on maybe like a GameCube controller where you've got like a giant button that you can mash on, mm-hmm. might be easier to do yeah. some special strats on that. What controller do you use to control. run? So, yeah, I use a DualShock 4 um, to run because I'm playing on PSTV for mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid. Um, and I've, I uh, jailbroke it because, of course, I've got this console that's really hard to find and costs a lot of money. So I might as well jailbreak it and just risk ricking it as <laughs> soon as I get it. Um, no, I actually did that because I wasn't entirely sure whether the HDCP protection was baked into the hardware or not. Mm-hmm. It is, of course it is. I don't know why I thought otherwise, um, but I did it as a suggestion because my capture uh, card and splitter mm-hmm. both broke at the same time. Um, so, yeah, it was a wee while before I could like actually. There was a period where I couldn't really run because I couldn't record it at all. Mm-hmm. It's like a PS3 um, then, which was yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I run on the DualShock 4, and with it being jailbroken, I can use Adrenaline as the kind of like the emulator, in a way, to run the PlayStation games. So it's like a PSP kind of emulator mm-hmm. deal going on there. Um, and that allows me then, I believe, because I cannot remember if it works on the original PlayStation TV, is it lets me use the, you know how the touchpad actually has like two buttons in it, like a left side and a right side? Right, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... 
the right side is my start button and the left side is my select button. So if I ever need to mash select, say like to skip the torture and get that cool camera angle that you mm. get for doing like a frame perfect submission. Um, yeah, I can just mash the left side of that pad. <laughs> it's way easier than hitting the, the shear button, which is in such a hard place to hit. Yeah, some other games uh, like Ground Zeroes and Phantom Pain also use like the left side as a pause to skip certain yeah. cutscenes. And then the right side is like for your um, little eye joint menuing. So it's cool how you kind of set it up the same way as those games as well. Yeah, and that's the thing, like... Um like i've done a couple of pc runs and i've just modified the um ds4 windows to mm. like replicate that as well so i can use those buttons to easily press start and select and then i've also like set up the the right stick because it's never used um i've set that up to be like a zero and nine and first person look so i can basically do like a, a half circle to do gme oh nice I don't even think of that with the DS4. I guess because I don't really run the PC version, so like all this stuff yeah. just never popped to my head. You, since you don't use the right stick at all in uh, MGS1, yeah. you can rewire that to be other buttons. Yeah, I've been thinking I should probably maybe like put like right stick or left stick or something as the stinger or something like that. Mm -hmm. Just just to make so it easier play it without the keyboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I like to like sit back. Usually when I'm streaming, I've got two keyboards set up because I've got a dedicated streaming PC. So oh, you you run dual PCs. Yeah, yeah. I had to um, upgrade. I had to do that eventual upgrade that everyone dreads when they're on like old hardware and it's like DDR3 mm -hmm. RAM and it's yeah, like okay, yeah. if I want to up upgrade the processor, I need to upgrade the motherboard and the RAM. If I want to upgrade the RAM, I need to upgrade the motherboard and the processor. Like, yeah, like <laughs> those three are like tied into each other. Right, right, right. Like you got to get a whole new CPU if the motherboard changes. Yep. Yeah, I've, I did that and then I put my old PC in storage. Yeah, so luckily I lent my brother like an old power supply. So I basically was like, cool, time to buy your own. Mm. Um, <laughs> and got that back and I had like a spare case as well. Um, so I had set that up and was just running off the integrated graphics, but then recently I did buy a, um, just a real cheap, like, NVIDIA GT710 just to try and offload some of the, mm -hmm. the work onto that, because, uh, it was struggling. And what, um, what, what do you usually yeah. run on your PC for it to struggle that much? Is it just the streaming stuff? Yeah, it's just OBS. Uh. Um, so, like, I had, like, a transition effect that it would struggle on. Um, where a giant lime just goes across the screen. Really? Uh, and uh, there was something else. I can't remember. Oh, I'm trying to remember what it was. I think it, if I ever tried to stream at like 1080, mm -hmm. it would like drop frames a whole lot as well. I see. Well, I guess you do need two PCs. Oh, running live split actually. Sorry. Really? Running live split. What kind of PC would, did you um, have? Yeah. It struggled to run live split. I, so I think the issue was because it was running like a Intel i7 4770K, which I thought mm -hmm. would be fine. Yeah. But I guess running the integrated graphics off of that at the same time mm -hmm. was just straining it too much. Okay. So yeah, for some reason, OBS and Live Split are a deadly combination. And uh, yeah, I'd start dropping frames as soon as Live Split was running. I think too, maybe because there was a chroma key effect mm -hmm. happening on the Live Split. Weird. Might have not helped. Hmm. All right, so steering Convo back to MGS1, it's like, 
when you were talking about like learning trying to get a new optimization or a new skip or something i feel like that's yeah. just as important as the people grinding for the times like i wish more people would also look for optimizations or skips or anything you want to call it because that's what really that's what really helps get new records that's what really helps even if you're not the person to get that record it'll really help the the whole community put the times even lower and lower now for a game like mgs1 yeah. it's that much harder just because of how long it's been out and how many people have had their hands on it but there are a lot of games still in the in the series that that need that optimization that you're doing yeah definitely like that like if we're thinking of middle gear solid one it's like as i was running it i kind of wanted to find something so we could breathe new life mm -hmm. into the game because if we can find something that even saved like five minutes off the run i imagine mm -hmm. like we would get a whole bunch of people coming back to the game to try and like get a best time like because that's the thing when i was running it the boards didn't really move at all we would have some people kind of like giving it a go and doing like a couple of runs and then just submitting that and being happy with it mm -hmm. but at like the high level i was the only one really like moving on the board like just progressing up I mean, upwards and upwards five like five minutes is, is a lot of time i think even if you found like a 30 second save that's huge that would get a lot of people to go back and revisit their times as well so i don't think well, even that's the thing the five minutes because we were hoping like like, I, at least I was hoping that maybe the PAL card um, change mm -hmm. where we go for the drainage ditch rather than the rat might have helped do that. But I don't think it saved enough time and no one's really, like, posted a run that's bested a, a run that's got the rat right. um, in it to really, like, generate more hype into it. Um, the closest thing I've come to, at least... Um, to discovering a, a potential skip is uh, during I've seen it happen twice now where during the tower climb mm -hmm. a, a guard would just like clip through the stairs and fall all the way down to the ground so the theory is is that if the guards hitbox is the same as snakes hitbox and potentially mm -hmm. if you're holding a famas mm -hmm. you might be able to replicate that mm -hmm. and fall through the tower like the second tower that way you would be able to just skip the um the weapons glitch part because you would just basically grab the stinger mm -hmm. go into the second tower and then it's almost like the doing um gme2 on the pc version where you go out the door and drop behind the the door you need to go through you would just fall down the stairs all the way to the bottom then just run out the door um straight into into wolf 2 so you're saying instead of doing the whole gme going all the way up the stairs then coming all the way back down you would just go straight down as you first enter the yep. area is that what i'm understanding yeah you'd see yeah after walkway you grab uh -huh. the stinger yep you go into tower 2 you grab the grenades because you're going to need them for raven mm -hmm. um i think you would have to go down one flight of stairs because if you did it on the first flight you might get stuck in like the debris where uh -huh. the stairs are falling down at the bottom so i think you'd have to go down a flight and then do the glitch in the corner of it fall straight to the floor um and then yeah just run through to wolf 2 and that means you don't then have to backtrack to get the stairs right. again because usually you'd blow them up in the normal run so that would save like 
five minutes pretty easily. Yeah. Kind of thing. Hmm. Was there any other areas you were experimenting or had hopes where you could find a skip? Uh, I did a lot of like, so I'd use Bizhawk, um, mm. the emulator, which uh, allows you, it's good for tasking things. So I've used that before just to um, confirm whether certain straps are faster than others. So that's right. The second optimization was um, Armory Room. What's the optimization th there? So the normal strat is to run through, throw the first guard. Um, run into the PSG1 room. Mm -hmm. You can either just be really fast with crouching and um, crawling through and grabbing the PSG1 and back out, or you can do like fancy break dancing um, to grab the PSG1 and then get back out. Mm -hmm. And then they call it the third column strategy, where they don't go up the, the first immediate column, they instead go across to the next one, run through, throw the guard, and then go to the elevator. Um, and that's like the fast strat. So the optimization I found was that you could actually choke the guard, the first guard in that room rather than throwing him. Mm -hmm. And what that would then let you do is it would let you run, grab the PSG one, and then just run up through that first column straight to the elevator because that guard's no longer patrolling down it. And that again was like, I think it was about 60 frames maybe i can't quite remember i did get the numbers um, but that's something i use a task to do to try and like replicate a kind of fast way uh to do it but at least make the entrance consistent and just like the ending was a bit different okay so like when you choke a guard in mgs1 like snake does the choke animation then i'm guessing you yeah. unequip your item or you cancel it quickly and they fall yeah. straight down right yeah, so basically, yeah, as soon as you hear the uh, next snap, yeah, you uh, you do the old unequip, re-equip of your mm -hmm. chaff grenade. And, yeah, you basically run onwards while they're still, like, floating in the air, falling to the floor, kind of thing. Right. And then you grab um, the PSG yeah. one, and then you get out of there. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, it, but the, the, the thing is, that's only, like, a strategy for... Uh, easy, very easy, and I think potentially normal, um, because if you when you're doing it, the there's a guard there that's looking at the elevator, mm -hmm. and on the easier difficulties, his vision cone of course can't see you, but if you're playing on hard or extreme, he would alert you. So okay. it's only viable on those lower difficulties. Okay, well, that's I, I don't even think of that. I just I would just guess that they yeah. would do the same thing of going around as the other difficulties but that's pretty cool yeah um, it's like there's one more i know of but i just plywood kind of uh threw me off learning it like i tried it and i was like oh yeah i see what you mean what, um, what was and it that's, you basically so because you no longer need to have stingers for the the rat um to get the power card basically you never pick up the stinger that's outside of the rex layer um, you just mm -hmm. always ignore the ammo. You pick up Stinger ammo in Raven's room while you're waiting for the cold key to cool down. Mm -hmm. And then what you would do is at the start of the Rex fight, you would run off and grab the Stinger's uh, ammo that's in that room. So this would be like an easy-only strategy kind of thing. Are those the Stingers um, like in the corner of the room when you start the Rex fight? Uh, yeah, kind of. 
the like along the right side wall. Yeah, like um, uh huh. Yeah, but the thing is, is it changes Rex's position, so it makes it a bit harder to shoot him consistently. Um, so you could end up losing time just missing shots there. So when you were timing that, was that faster? Uh, <laughs> if you can nail the Rex fight, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's the problem, is nailing that Rex fight. It just adds that extra variable where mm. the, this, because it's literally like half a second. So it's like, sometimes the thing with, uh, optimizations is if you're just trying to do runs, like D-Limes will always say it, you want to do consistent runs. Right. So spending that extra half second to make the Rex fight like a cakewalk and really consistent is going to be much better in the long run rather than trying this like risky fight well it, it like you said it changes rex's position right but now i guess yeah there, so there he's needs like, to be like there needs to be a new kind of rex fight to make it consistent from that angle instead of the current one right yeah and, and that would be the thing once like people get to that level like sure someone could just learn that mm -hmm. um and if they've got the rest of the run down, then yeah, they might be able to edge out like world record. But it's one of those things that's like, let's focus on the fundamentals and all of that first, and then maybe, you know, we can... It's, it's like how people now in Metal Gear Solid 2 very easy are doing right side tankers. Mm -hmm. Like, even now, the current world record doesn't do right side tankers, because it's just more consistent to do left side. But as we start seeing, like, the amount of time to be saved like gets, mm -hmm. gets smaller and smaller people are going to start learning the right side holds because that's the extra second they can get on a world record run right but even if it's if it's not even a world record run um i well so what i'm looking at like if you can get a new strat for the rex fight from this new position yeah. you go grab the stingers now the whole fight changes you can't do the old strats that people are doing right so i'm thinking yeah. if someone can come along and create like a consistent just as fast strat in this new location i think that might be the future of of what will happen yeah just a normal even if you're not going for a world record but if this is the new route like that's what the new runners would probably do yeah yeah absolutely like that's the thing if you took the time to learn a consistent way of doing it mm -hmm. then yeah that would become the kind of widely adopted thing. right and that that's always the thing with finding optimizations is it's like can you find a consistent way to do this um like even with the armory choking like mm -hmm. there is the off chance you'll throw the guard instead <laughs> which is awkward i've done that once um in like a in a marathon event and that was a little awkward. But if you then kind of know the backups, you can then mm. just proceed with the old strategy. Hey, I mean, every... But I think with that Rex one, there's not really a backup to go back to, which makes it a bit awkward. Like, every strat in a speedrun wasn't consistent at first. Like, someone yeah. came along and made it consistent. So I feel like there's always new stuff to learn. There's always new optimizations. And, you know, no matter what game it is. And what makes MGS, even one, two three four all of them is when when you make a new optimization in one room like you always have to think like 10 steps ahead of how this thing if i skip this if i don't do this how's that gonna affect this other boss fight 30 minutes from now do you know what i mean definitely 
Yeah, so that's what yeah, makes it even that's... more difficult. That that was a thing that um, came to mind as well when I did a... Uh, so I just did an off-the-cuff kind of tuxedo run. It's mm -hmm. like a category extension, so you get special items. Mm -hmm. And I'd kind of thought about it in my head, like, what kind of changes to the route does that create? Um, and that run ended up being miles worse than, like, a normal any percent run because I was just constantly thinking at the time, like, oh, could I be doing this? And then just spending unnecessary times on menus mm -hmm. um so that would it would actually be a fun run to optimize but i'm like i don't really have the time to work yeah. on that plus i'm taking a bit of a break from metal gear solid in general to to start looking at some other games because i've been running that game now um pretty consistently for like a year and it's just like the grind is starting to starting to wear on me a bit um so i'm happy with where i got like i i'm more amazed i even got a sub one hour time because like when i first started i oh, go ahead you're tied for third in easy which is no small unofficially feat. why do you say unofficially uh, yeah plywood technically has a faster time but doesn't have the vod for it which is a shame hey like i said <laughs> who said it no you know. vid no did doesn't count right yeah i it's starting to sound a little id boyish to me but um <laughs> i mean no, you have to i, at I this believe point. plywood <laughs> I, I believe i believe plywood as well that's not but you gotta provide video and it's gotta be on the leaderboards if it's not on the leaderboards um and there's no vid of it i'm saying right now you're tied for third yeah it's one of those things where i know why he probably doesn't have it and it's like the reason why sometimes i haven't submitted particular runs is because it's like yes it's faster than my pb but mm -hmm. it's not where i wanted it to be like it hasn't been world record or it hasn't like i think i had like a 101 run that was when i was trying to grind for that sub one hour and oh. i was like sure it's better than the 103 i currently have but not really worth my time submitting that or keeping the vod for it usually i feel like that when i'm grinding the game or category um i always say yeah. you know what i could improve this this or i'll attempt more anyway in the near future but if i'm like taking a break yeah. from it or if i'm not running it for a while i'm like you know what this is probably the furthest i'm gonna get for a while so i'll submit this for now yeah yeah, and that was kind of the the journey. Like, all throughout, I was like, uh, I think I started with my first time poster was about a 113. Mm -hmm. And I was like, cool, this is not bad. And then I got like a 109. And I was like, whoa, man, I'm like really moving up. Um, and then I had purchased the PSTV um, just because there was one like that I saw cheap on mm -hmm. like Facebook Marketplace. And I Lucky. was like, I might as well grab that, right? Because it'll come in handy anyway. Those are getting rare and rare. Yeah. So I got that and uh, did like a time that I couldn't record. That was a 105. And I was like, well, okay, I can do a 105 on this thing. Mm -hmm. Like that's how much the the load times like are helping. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, and I just kept slowly decreasing my time. And then it got to a point where I was at a 103. And I was like, there was there was a guy on the boards. I forget 
if it's the striker or the strifer, which is sad because I actually chatted with them the other day in, <laughs> in a Damn, Twitch stream. Just putting him on blast, um, not even remembering his name. So, yeah, I was going to say small shout out to Radchaz, who's <laughs> been learning the, uh, the, the all bosses category with the help of Iceman. It's strifer, by the way. As a strifer, yeah. yeah. Um, they might be making a comeback, actually, to the oh, nice. Metal Gear solid run. Um, but they had a, they have a 101 on the board. See, I know their time. It's 101 flat. Mm -hmm. It is. And I was like, I have to beat the Australian. Because if you can't tell, I'm from New Zealand. Um, and mm. while Australians are like, oh, yeah, they're all right. New Zealand <laughs> is like the little brother who's like, Ugh, you're like my nemesis in a way. I could so you, beat you my, wanted to beat his time brother. more than anything. Yeah, so that was the thing. I was like, I need to try and get a 101. I don't think I can do it, but I will mm. try anyway. And then I did. And I was like, well, this is as fast as I'm going to get. Well, actually, at that point, I was kind of like, wow, this is really fast. I actually know what my mistakes are, and I think I can get to sub one hour. And then I was like looking at D-Lime's like, world record run. I was looking at Trom's run, mm -hmm. Plywood's runs. And I was like, I can spot all the mistakes now in their runs. And I know exactly what to do. And I can beat their times. Mm -hmm. I've tied a time. Um, <laughs> a 59.48. But yeah, and that is with a really big mistake in the middle. Also and that, that's mistake. the thing. I'm proud of the run. Yeah, the big mistake... And I actually thought I, was, I disqualified the run when I did it. Uh-huh. Um, so during the walkway, I mistimed. Uh, I think it was throwing the stun grenade and my movement. So I got shot and knocked back. Ooh. And this was like just a local recording because I've noticed my times are better when I'm not doing it live because I'm not being distracted by chat and trying right, to right. be funny and do all sorts of weird stuff. Um, so... I basically like paused the game. I was like, you're kidding me. And I was thinking of resetting, uh -huh. and but I saw my time and I thought of what Ply would, would keep saying to me. It was always like, don't reset the runs, just see them through. You don't know what's going to happen. Um, so then I unpaused and I just continued on and I lost like eight seconds on that section. So in MGS2, when you pause, the IGT pauses also. That doesn't happen yep. in MGS1, right? I believe it might. Okay. I, I'm guessing it does because otherwise my time can be way better. Okay. All right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I it's it's one of those things. Like I think it does. Someone in, in chat, let time. us know if you but, pause in MGS One. Does your IGT pause also? Um, but so you got shot and they knocked you back once and then you got up. I think I might have got knocked back twice because then. Oh. You know, you have to, like, continue trying to run through yeah, it because yeah, yeah. you don't want to use that last stun grenade that you are holding on to because you need that for the blast furnace later in the game. So yeah. it's like, oh, God. You might have lost. So you got to try and improvise even, movement. Oh, what, seven to ten seconds right there? I, th I think it was about eight seconds. Eight seconds? Dang. That would have yeah. put you second behind Trom. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? It's like, because then there's, like, other little optimizations as well. I was mm -hmm. doing rave in a really weird way which I don't think saves as much time as D-Limes reckons it, it saved but there was still a, a few seconds to be saved so the current raven is change. you just grab the grenades and start launching them right? Yeah. what did you do? Yeah. so so I would do that except 
at the start what you're meant to do during the uh, kind of loading screen and the cutscenes um, is you need to hold down the uh, up and left as well as uh, square and X. What does that so do? So that way, that lets you cook a grenade immediately out okay. of the cutscene. Mm -hmm. So you start with a cooked grenade, basically. Um, okay. And then you just let go. There's like a line on the floor where you let go of the grenade so it blows up Raven and you can start basically blowing yourself up on top of Raven. Um, but what I would do is I would like run and I would cook the grenade a little later and then stand on top of Raven and like basically blow up that way. So I don't think it's the four second time save that I was told it was, mm -hmm. but it is still like a second of time save. Okay. Like there is time save there. Um, and that's the thing, like you start looking at your runs like, cool, I could save time on the tower climb. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, yeah, there's, there's all sorts of little time saves um, here and there. But yeah, that's basically been my, my journey throughout at least Metal Gear Solid speed running. And yeah, that that's probably why you haven't seen me so much is because I usually just hang out and like sometimes I'll pop a message in general. Um, mm. But otherwise I'm usually in the Metal Gear Solid one. Did you did you just hit a wall Channel. to where you're like I'm just hitting my head against this brick wall over and over again? I need a break from MGS One. Yeah, that that's that's what's kind of ended up happening. Is it's you know where the mistakes are, and it's right. just trying to put that nice clean run together. Mm -hmm. But it's like doing a choreographed dance that like you know you like say in like something like a dance you can make a little mistake and probably no one's going to notice it. Right. But at a speed run, if you're not nailing all these things perfectly, then you start not, losing. Not a lot just of time. the speed run you're attempting and, though. You're attempting like high level world record attempt speed runs. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things where it like you're like I can continue the run, but it's yeah, it, it it's one of those things. It's the other other bit of like uh when do I reset? kind of thing as well like mm -hmm. that's another wall you run into when you're trying to nail these top times it's when yeah. do i reset do i reset when i lose like a second because i don't know i my elevator was slow no mm -hmm. probably not but do i reset when like i fail the weapons glitch once and i have to do it again maybe you know it's or like if you had uh, the slow elevators before now you have to do a second weapon glitch it's like I had that plus this, like, now it's more likely that I reset. Yeah, yeah. It, and, and I think that's the, the general consensus is do the run up to the PAL key. And then see whether you need to reset or not. Because if you get a terrible PAL key and your splits mm -hmm. are, like, way behind, not really much you can do at that point to bring it back. Because, like, the end of your game is usually pretty consistent like i do have time save at the end of the game on the jeep chase but i know mm -hmm. how much that time save is it's i think it's about eight seconds there but that's assuming i get a perfect jeep chase as well which is pretty hard to do yeah what's what's frustrating is you know where your time saves are when you look at your pb and then when you do attempts yep. you're like okay i can save time here i can save time here but it's not guaranteed that your all other areas are going to go the way you had on your PB as well. So it's like, not only yep. do you have to save time here and here, 
you have to replicate what you did before or or even or get really close to what you did before and what's frustrating is yeah. when you make the mistakes other places where you didn't account for yeah yeah exactly there's one room like the nuclear building mm -hmm. that's always one room that like you kind of get a bit complacent with it and you just like throw the guard a tad late and you mm -hmm. bump into him you get an alert and you have to take a death because the room fills with gas there's nothing you can do about it and, uh... um, or even like at the start of the game like um throwing the chaff grenade in the in the tank tank hangar you like miss throw the grenade you pray for a fast elevator to kind of save your yeah. ass it doesn't happen you take an alert and it's like ugh. and if you reset you gotta go reset. back to the docks and wait for, yeah, the, exactly. for the elevator to come down you're like oh my god and that's the other thing the the run is so um like the start of the run is like pretty chill you're just farming alerts mm -hmm. it, it's then once you kind of get into the tank hangar from there on you get like a bit of a reprieve in the cells like the the cells is terrible as well because you're just sitting there waiting and then you escape the cells and the run is suddenly like kind of high yeah. octane up up until the disc swap and that's i i hate having a reset right after the disc swap like i i so hate that the blast furnace is right after it because you like mess that up and you're like I should reset, but now I need to change the disc back and all this stuff. It's <laughs> it's such a hassle. Yeah, certain games are are not as bad resetting. Quick shout out to uh, Medic, Malef Maleficic. I don't even know how to pronounce it. I'll say Medic, Miss Chelsea, and JJ. But yeah, certain games are not that bad to reset. Like MGS2... I don't mind resetting as much just because there's always action going on in that game. Like, you're always just focused on it. Then there's other games like MGS1 and MGS4 where the beginning just drags way too long. And it just it's just that much taxing on your mind to reset runs. But like you yeah, were saying before, I'm... like the, the choreographed dancing. Now, you know, you make a really small mistake. Your average player isn't gonna know isn't gonna notice but if you're you know competing against other dancers professional dancers who are at the top of their game <laughs> and you make one little tiny mistake well they're gonna know for sure what you did wrong and they're gonna call that call out that yeah yeah and it's gonna be called out immediately in the mm. splits as well you yep. see that red come up you're like uh. Uh, or it's not even like seeing the red it's seeing the like the kind of darker red or whatever like the mm -hmm. one that goes yep you're still behind and you did even worse than normal it's like okay thanks thanks for that reinforcement splits <laughs> right, right 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 but yeah I, I think though from what I've heard at least it's not Metal Gear Solid 3 I hear setting that game up is a hassle so yeah it's like the equivalent would be you would have to play all the way up until, I don't know, up until the Rex fight, or pretty close to it, or the Palky, and then you would have to quit out the game and start the game over. Now your attempts start. So every time you need to do an attempt, you'd have to play up until the Palky, quit, then start doing your attempts. Yeah, that that's just crazy. I really hope that like maybe hardware helps with that. <laughs> 
That's the that's the PS3 for you. And uh it's the same thing for MGS2, I'm guessing, because I think D Limes has his world record off that as well. So if anybody now P, now MGS2 you have other methods since it's on PC, that's the more uh famous platform where you you know you can just compete on there and not have to worry yeah. about this whole thing, but MGS3 is in a tough spot because loads count on your timer and it's it's a hardware thing and every time you want to do a run you got to finish like 40 45 minutes of the run then reset then start your attempts the good thing about mgs4 yeah. which is also on ps3 is loads don't count so it doesn't matter if you play on a inferior console or if you have a ssd or hdd uh, even though they're both on ps3 but mgs3 is in a rough spot yeah definitely it's one of those things where maybe like because i know it exists for other games like um as i said at the start i used to play crash team racing nitro fuel mm -hmm. and load times on that game are horrendous um a run takes about an hour and a half um but what they do is they have a load remover so the actual run in terms of time you play is 55 minutes how does the <laughs> load remover work so in their one what you have to do um, i don't know if it's changed at all since mm -hmm. i ran the game but basically you would um in your streaming software you would create like an output projector of the game itself mm -hmm. and essentially what you would do is you'd set up the load remover to look at that output remover mm -hmm. and from there it would basically look for the little loading icon um that shows up right. and whenever it sees that it would just pause the timer until hmm. until that loading's gone so that's the thing it's like metal gear solid um because i would love that even just for metal gear solid on console right because that way we can get everyone on a level playing field i think that's i i honestly think everyone would love that for the game is have everyone on a level playing field rather than it being low PSTV yeah. um, but it's how do we get there um, I think the easiest step is emulation but if I, that's the, I'm not really smart enough to know how to create something like that but yeah mm -hmm. so I the... think that would be the thing is if we had some smart people who could go cool when there's a fully black screen because that's usually the loading screens for these games right when there's a fully black screen the timer stops I've brought up this load remover before too I forget which community but some other community had this load remover setup um and for crash i think the main system is ps4 right that's what everyone uh competes yep. on right so so yep. it's on console um so if there's a way we can set up a load remover for mgs3 uh mgs4 i think if that works that has to be the future if, it, if it's consistent if it actually does its job then it doesn't really matter which uh which variety, which version, which console you have. Um, exactly. Right. And it would remove the need for like doing uh, load tricks and stuff like that. Right, right. So if it runs. works on a PS4 with Crash, I don't see why... You know, now someone is going to have to do the heavy lifting the, at, the beginning of the, at the beginning of the whole thing to yeah. implement this. But I've brought this up before, but I do think a load remover can work in MGS. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I reckon it can. It's then just a matter of because then you want to um, because then you can integrate auto splitters to it as well. Mm -hmm. So what they do is they do it then based on those load screens. So you basically would configure it so um, at the start of the game it looks for three load screens and then it splits to the first race and then it's every two load screens because there's always a load screen to do the podium mm -hmm. and then a load screen once the podium cutscene's finished. So every two load screens that would start the next split. Okay. Um, uh, so I you think... could then integrate that to get auto splitters into console games. Right. I think it'll be a little more difficult than console games because what if you take a continue? Does that count it as a yeah, loading exactly. screen? <laughs> and then uh, yeah, so that might would. mess it that, up. That's the problem. Right. But, but that's but, uh, where you still have the control over it, right? You can still yeah, yeah, yeah. hit your button to undo a split. We'll but it'll still remove the, the loading times from that continue anyway if it works correctly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it would be on the, the main timer itself. So. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I've been always, I'm all for load removers, I think. If there's a consistent load remover, I'm 100% for it. Um, See ya. So... Look at since you're taking a break now from MGS One, what other game yeah. are you focusing on? Yeah, so I actually have a bit of an idea. There's something I want to do with Mayu, where I want to essentially do a race with her in Metal Gear Solid Two very easy. Now that's not okay. to say I'm going to pick up that game, mm -hmm. but essentially the idea goes: I have one week to learn the game, and then we race. Oh. <laughs> It just sounds like something fun. And actually, the thing is, I'd, I'd love to make a day of it. Just do a day of, like, exhibition races. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if there's anyone around that wants to do, like, an exhibition race with someone else, maybe even, like, similar challenges, mm -hmm. maybe we get, like, D-Lines to learn Metal Gear Solid 4 in a week or something. I don't know. Um, and race you. In a, <laughs> you know, like... That <laughs> um, would be cool. Like... Like, I, I'd love to, like, maybe hit someone up and see if we could make a day of just exhibition races uh, on the MGSR channel. Hey, Lime has thrown down the gauntlet. I am down for this. So if anyone would like to race me, or even if you want to learn the game in a week, or I could learn the game in a week and race you at whatever game you're running, I would I would be up for that as well. Yeah, so otherwise, like though, I have... I, I've been practicing a game... Um, kind of off stream i don't really want to stream it until i got a good time mm -hmm. um but the problem is the game's a bit of a schlep so <laughs> i'm not so sure about it you are know? you are you learning four <laughs> uh i don't want to say too much okay, um, okay. what difficulty can you yeah, say that at least i it's on liquid easy okay. i'm an easy player nice. i i've never completed the game on um, the boss extreme i did way back in the day i used to play it quite a lot Boss Extreme um, is overrated. I did overrated. try and go for a big boss emblem, but um, I would always get stuck on the... Oh man, see, now I can't even remember the names, but Act 2 would always uh, kind of trip me up a bit. With MGS4, it's like, if you can get past Act 1 and 2, the rest of the game gets much easier. It's just front-loaded. Yeah. All the difficulty is at 1 and 2. But that's really yeah, cool, the, though. The, to learn to best learn I got was, what was yeah. the best you got yeah i uh, the best i got was just the like is it the fox oh nice just the regular Anything. fox or is it fox sound uh, the one I... you get for doing the hard mode on uh you know. 
There's a fox emblem, and then there's a hound I emblem. I think it's fox hound on the hard difficulty. Yeah. Because the boss extreme goes big boss emblem, then big yeah. boss hard goes fox hound emblem. Yes, I think it would have been fox hound emblem. Okay. But that's like on a PlayStation 3. I no longer have access to, sadly. So. <laughs> so, so what are you learning it on? Uh, on PS3. Um, so yeah, I've got okay. another one now. Oh, you got another um, one now. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I've been learning it on that, and uh, the the problem is though is yeah, it just takes a long, long time yeah. <laughs> to play. It's it's a way longer game than uh, Metal Gear Solid, and like because that's a, I think I put a message in the Metal Gear Solid Four channel the other day. Mm -hmm. I was just like. Man, the cutscenes take ages. Well, the good thing <laughs> and is, and I didn't mean that I was watching them. I was, uh -huh. I did actually mean like I was skipping them, and it's just there's so much skip screens. Yeah. Well, the good thing is about MGS4. Like I said before, I've said this in other podcasts as well. One, your loading times don't count, so you can play it in yeah. whatever version or hardware you want. Uh, the second thing about MGS4 is it's much more chill than other runs. I feel like, if, especially if you're running uh, Liquid Easy, you can kind of like lay back and relax because a lot of the areas you're just running from point A to point B. Yeah, exactly. Um, since yeah, you don't the, take the, enough damage to the, kill yourself. Yeah, that's the nice thing about it. Like, when I first kind of just did it on my own without really watching anything, I was uh -huh. kind of just killing everyone I saw right. kind of thing. Thinking, oh yeah, I can just kill people, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, that's actually kind of slowing me down because I'm going a little out of my way at some points to just kill someone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so I've started like just watching runs. I know there's, <clears throat> sorry, there's tutorials around, but uh, I think even you've created some tutorials, Sparty. I did. I created one a while ago. Now, this game, um, it's got a lot of. This is This was perfect for you lime if you came to mgs4 like a year ago because there was nothing on the boards it was like sergeant silent had a couple runs and then there was just like some other random runs that were on the board but really there was no optimization there was nothing so what i did is i did a boss extreme run which was like two and a half hours or whatever and i just used the same strats and just did it for other difficulties and it was just super yeah. slow and then slowly, uh, a few runners came along, and I'm and I'm sure there are still a lot of time saves for that game. Um, Major I Zero did uh, he did a like the demo version, and it was like the first red zone stage only. But he's like, oh yeah, I beat your time in that red zone by a few seconds by taking this other route. And I'm like, man, we need more runners for MGS4 just to optimize the routing of this whole game. Yeah, I. I reckon it's it's a tricky one. I think in the first areas there are because like it's it's linear, but mm -hmm. there's different paths you can take. Yeah, yeah. Um, but later in the game it gets a bit harder. I think where we like you could probably find a lot of time save is trying to manipulate the AI in uh, Act Three while you're tailing. Uh, okay. The, the resistance member. I reckon. There surely is some way to speed that up. <laughs> I've, I've done two manips for it. The first is at the beginning of it. You shoot the ground and he runs. And the second manip is on the third stage. The last one, you shoot 
close to him when he runs. Outside of that, I'm sure there is a way. I just haven't found yeah. it. So hopefully you're the one that comes in and says, hey, idiots, this is how you do it. Because even like, then I'm wondering, like, if you just grab him and drag him through. like uh, I've tried that. The thing is, Snake drags really, really, really slow first. Yeah. And the other thing is, wherever he wakes up, he's going to go back to the last place he was awake. Nah. So that's the you, bad part. So you but, can't even drag him through load zones. No, I've tried dragging him through. I've tried bumping him to load zones while he's still up and conscious, and yeah. that didn't work either. So I'm sure there's a way you can make him go faster. I just need someone to come up with it. Because the only other thing I can think of, like, how long does he chase you? Like, if you're wearing a different mask, like if you're wearing one of the like, like um, the laughing octopus. He'll just stare at you. Mask. He won't really chase you. Because um, I swear he chases you initially just to then steal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the beginning range. he'll chase you, but I don't think he keeps chasing you so forever. Oh, man. That's a shame. <laughs> but I'm sure there's a lot more opportunities to save time in that game. Whether it's boss fights, especially on the lower difficulties. I, because the, the run that I had on Liquid Easy, I just did what I was doing for the boss extreme. And I just, instead of yeah. like being careful and trying to be evasive i just ran through areas um so i'm yeah. sure there's a lot of time save on the lower difficulties yeah. i yeah like i was watching and i was like there are areas that it would be good like we we're talking about consistency earlier mm -hmm. like getting um laughing raven to consistently take damage because she is a massive pain because she'll like dodge shots sometimes you'll hit her point blank and she won't take any damage you like have to time out the shots like at a certain point so she takes full javelin damage. Ah, uh, octopus, you mean? Uh ah, uh, sorry. I mean, um, what's her name? Uh, angry... Laughing no, octopus uh, one. Uh, raging. So I am talking about raging raven. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, okay, okay. The one I in the towers where she's flying around yeah. everywhere. Okay. Yeah. So sometimes what she'll do is she'll just flat out avoid your shots. Mm -hmm. And then other times she'll like shield herself, and if you hit her like at certain points during the animation, she will take no damage at all. Yeah. Are you running it on you new game or new game plus? On new game. Okay. Yeah, it's much harder yeah. on new game. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking of doing new game plus, but I kind of like the idea of like you can just pick up the game and go. Like I like that kind of idea. Of, yeah, yeah. That's of what always. Uh, that's what. That's what makes New Game much more enjoyable to me than New Game Plus. If, like, let's say you're at a buddy's house and he goes, Hey, I have MGS4. Here, play it. And you're like, well, if you're a New Game Plus runner, you're like, well, I need this item unlocked, then I need this unlocked, then I need this unlocked, and then I could do it. But New Game, it's exactly. always like, you're always ready to just, to just pick it up and play it. And I feel like there's more fun optimizations in a new game run rather than a new game plus because new game plus is like cool just what are the best weapons like you're mm -hmm. just running around yeah, rail yeah. Gun, like it's like it's not as fun whereas new game you have to like be careful about how much ammo you buy because mm -hmm. you want to be able to get the 50 cal at a certain point in the game because if you don't mm -hmm. you're gonna lose a whole lot of time yeah, new game is always. I think it's in every. Um, I'm thinking MGS one. No, not MGS one. I'm thinking MGS three, MGS four. Maybe Phantom Pain. Uh, those are like new game runs always require more item menuing and optimizations there and 
trying to balance your inventory. Speaking of Phantom Pain, yep. we got Metza in the chat. What's up, Metza? And he agrees. New game runs are much more, at least for me, much more enjoyable than new game plus runs. I think new game plus runs, you don't really enjoy it unless you run the game. Like, you don't see the difficulty because you just look at it and you're like, well, that's easy. He has all these items unlocked. Like, anyone can do that. Like, from, like, a casual perspective. Yeah. And I'm, like, aware that Liquid Easy is, like, a lot of movement as well mm -hmm. so it kind of keeps in a bit of like action and and thinking because i feel like liquid easy and new game plus run is is just entirely movement based um and like even movement in your menus kind of thing as well you know like yeah, yeah. that that's the whole run is it's like how do i push buttons the fastest i feel like that's like the, the optimal lines and it's like yeah mm, I, that seems a lot like running metal gear solid like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> i feel like that's a lot of not just metal gear solid but like mgs2 uh mgs3 yeah. liquid easy or very easy whatever you want to call it it's all like we talked about this with a platonic guy in the last episode when you get to the lower difficulties you're not really worried about surviving since in yeah. like Euro Extreme, the Boss Extreme, you're all you're always worried about not taking a continue because if you take a continue, well that just kills all the time you would have had that you could have saved with your movement. But since you take that out of the equation, you're more focused on movement, movement, movement. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's it's just one of those things you don't want to be fully focused on movement it's nice to have some of those other elements in there but i, I agree, also I enjoy agree. like having the ability to do like um like taking damage on purpose to try and achieve a faster time like mm -hmm. doing damage boosts or something not that i've seen a damage boost in middle gear solid 4 but you never know right like i i knew you could do uh quick rolls while being hit Mm -hmm. but i never knew how you actually did it i always thought you had to like hit x as soon as you hit the ground but someone on twitter today <laughs> gave mm -hmm. away the secret if you hold triangle when you've been hit you'll do the combat roll is that oh that is that when like snake gets hit and he's about to fall yeah flat on his back yeah he does a little yeah when like a guard hits you see this is how i know the mgs4 channel gets no use because we discussed yeah. that like a year ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and i was like man could that even be used for like uh if you just purposely take the alert and act one when you're uh within the rebel kind of area and uh, just let some of them hit you and maybe combat roll out of it <laughs> i don't know what use that would be know. though you gotta like run up to them until they hit you and then the only yeah. like damage boost or damage can't i don't know how to really call it a damage boost but I know in Ghost Babble, to get past like a certain part of the area where there's the electric floors, is you plant a C4, you damage yourself with it so Snake falls backwards into the electric panels, and then you use that, the iframes, to go forward. That's like one mm. example. Yeah. I don't think it falls under the same category, but MGS4, I don't really know how that would work. It's, it's an interesting game. It's like the one other thing I'm like... This would be so annoying to have to do. Yeah. But it would be like, it's like, would it save time? And that is constantly using night vision mode on the solid eye. Because mm -hmm. in some cases, 
the game runs faster. <laughs> and the solid eye? Yeah, sometimes when you're using night vision mode, the game will like hit 60 frames. Mm. I don't even um, think of that. Consistently. I think that's why like certain areas, like the beginning of Act 2, night vision makes it much easier. Yeah. It's maybe because they're sticking out like sore thumbs with night vision, and you're not that's squinting it. your eyes to see where they are. I mean, that would be pretty cool, though, if you could, like, if you come along and say, or even prove that night vision makes the game run fat or run smoother and you get better times. You just have to, like, run the whole game in night vision. Yeah, it's it's one of the, like, things, yeah, see, like, Major Zero saying it supports frame skipping. Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't s slow down. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's, is like, you, you notice these things, but mm -hmm. it's, like does it actually save time right. and then it's then testing it trying to test it consistently which is always fun <laughs> even, if it, even if it doesn't save time if it makes the game easier just because the game runs better so you know you're not really fighting the game and the controls as much i think that would be worth it as well even if you're not yeah. saving purely on time you're just making it like you were saying before much more consistent um in this case it's just the frame rates yeah um, the main thing I did learn though, I did look around and I did see, I never knew this was a feature, that you could change how you uh, manage your menus. Mm -hmm. So I never knew you could change to like cycle or mm -hmm. anything like that. <laughs> I always thought toggle was just the default because that's how the games have always been. <laughs> what are you using? I th think I'm still debating on whether I do, because what's the other one? Recall, right? It's recall, equip, unequip, and toggle. Or cycle, excuse me. Cycle, yeah. I think I'm tossing up between cycle and recall, because, of course, that's what everyone should figure out first. Because um, the thing with cycle is you then have to, like, assign the items into the A, B, and C slots. Mm -hmm. And trying to work out how to do that quickly is difficult. Because my brain doesn't sometimes want to work fast I think enough. If you get a chance, so that's where recall helps. Watch the new game plus run uh, that I do. So as soon as you get the all your weapons in new game plus, where you get it from the little mark two after red zone, like watch that menuing, and you'll see like everything gets assigned to A, B, and C right there. But I am all for cycle. If you can learn cycle. Yeah, it'll take you a little time to get used to it, and you do have to assign it. Well, you don't have to assign to all A, B, and C, since some weapons are already equipped yeah. there. Um, but cycle, if you're going for even... You can beat my record without going cycle. It's not that hard to beat. But I think once it gets to a point where it gets super optimal, you have to go cycle. Yeah. I feel like cycle yeah. is the only option if you're trying to get the most optimal run. Definitely, yeah. I I see the value in cycle and mm -hmm. recognize that it is going to be the fastest one to use because it does allow you to switch between three items, right? Uh, in a single button press, you know, mm -hmm. rather than like because recall is good, but it's only two items, and three is mm. a bigger number than two, you know. So <laughs> of course we always go for <laughs> the bigger the number, which is yeah, like. Big what were you going to say? Not when you're speed running, though. Like, you don't want a big number <laughs> yeah, yeah, while yeah. you're doing the run. <laughs> Unless you see that time save, you want that big number on your live split. Well, but it seems like definitely. menuing but yeah. 
always got better in every MGS, except for 3. Like, MGS 1 was good, MGS 2 it made it better, then 3 took a step backwards, then 4 made it better. I wonder why they chose to do that with 3. The only good I thing met. about 3 is when you're in first person, you can do the quick uh, reload, the tactical reload that you couldn't do in 2. And uh, someone told me it was because of the backpack. Maybe it was that? No. So, I know, like, if you're rolling in 3, you can't, like, pause the game. Uh, I think someone... I couldn't remember who, but someone said it was the backpack had something to do with it. Where it didn't allow the whole recall system to work. Because if you roll and you pause the game and you shuffle your items, it did something to the game. But, I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing, is, like, it's so funny to see how speedrunners, like, rate the games and its systems compared to people who, like, casually play it. Because to most people, like, mm -hmm. they look at 3 and they go, oh my god, this is, like, the best inventory management system. There's all these, like, little Easter eggs and things you can do. Mm -hmm. And you just have so much control. Whereas a speedrun is like... <sighs> What it's a waste like, of uh, time. Equip, unequip. <laughs> back, to, back to MGS1 controls. Yeah. And that's the thing. I like, Even with um, like running Metal Gear Solid, I've always like looked at it and been like, cool, let's like try and separate the speed running side of it from the casual playing side of it. Because at the end of the day, I still mm. want to enjoy the game. Like, it's a game we love, you know, kind of thing. Mm. And yeah, yeah, yeah. you still want to be able to enjoy it without thinking speed running all the time. Yeah, I always... And, like, sometimes... Go ahead. I, go... I was going to say, sometimes I'll, like, even do the speed run strats, but play the cutscenes out. So yeah, the yeah. game makes no sense at all, because you skipped half of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, JJ, thanks for the sub, the tier 1 sub to Major Zero. Appreciate it. Uh, I think Mac McD, another member, a community member, did, he has a whole, like, series on his YouTube where he skips the cutscenes, but he does speedrun strats. So it's just, yeah. like, cutscene percent. But, uh, yeah, I do enjoy going back to games and just messing around, not really doing speedrun strats, like, three... Three is always fun for me to go back to, mess with the animals and stuff, different uh, camels to see how they manipulate guards. Uh, Ground Zeroes is really fun. Ground Zeroes just messing around in uh, in Camp Omega, and also Phantom Pain. I think those are the games where I don't have too many hours into it speedrunning, but casually those are always fun for me. Hey, what's up, Avengers? Yeah. But yeah, I like the reason I'm want to go into Metal Gear Solid 4 is because I actually really enjoy that game it was it, it was it's a bit weird but it's like my the second Metal Gear Solid game I played so I kind of missed out on 2 and 3 because I didn't really have like a PlayStation 2 or anything like that have you played 2 and 3? And it wasn't I have okay. so it wasn't until I kind of like met my ex and they had a PlayStation 3 um, and Metal Gear Solid 4 and I played that and I was like oh my god this is cool but there's all these like mm -hmm. little references I don't understand um, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. I got the the HD collection for Xbox 360 and was able to play through that. But I just, I didn't really enjoy 2 and 3 that much. So that's why I'm one of the weird people who like rates the games as Metal Gear Solid 1 is the best. Mm -hmm. And then Metal Gear Solid 4 is second best. You're, you're probably the only I, one that rates MGS 1 best and then MGS 4 second. I, I think MGS 4 is like 
a good balance of like funny little easter eggs and stuff like that on top of um like not super complex inventory management and stuff like that like it's got all the elements of metal gear solid that just make it good like it, it there's a there's an amazing video online by steak bentley um called metal gear solid 4 was a mistake it's three and a half hours long you go into it and he talks really fast and you're like okay this guy's gonna like <laughs> just have a bunch of video playing and nothing happening but uh -huh. he he talks so fast the entire time it is it's amazing i've watched that video so many times i'll just like chuck it on before i go to bed he's got such a soothing voice um but it's an amazing video that basically goes on about how metal gear solid 4 really is just kind of like a game that shouldn't have been made but was made with love for the fans um and that's kind of how it feels playing it is and it's got boobs um but <laughs> uh, apart from that um yeah, I don't know. It's fun. It's fun. Like I just like sitting there, you know, chatting to Rose, juggling my six axes controller. It's, I, you know, it's, well, we're it's get, a great we're game. We're getting into the personal reasons why you're rating MGS4 <laughs> so high now. Meryl's back, and she's in high quality graphics. I like. I love the Meryl in Metal Gear Solid 4 because it looks like Meryl from Metal Gear Solid One growing up. Mm -hmm. I hate Twin Snakes Meryl. She's like a stick. Uh. I'm like, no, bring back well, the, like, the muscular yeah, arms yeah, yeah. and stuff. MGS4 Meryl is just like, she'll beat you up if she, if she sees you. Yeah. Uh, I, that, this is why, though, I like... Um, what I what I did, because, you know, we speedrun Metal Gear Solid 1. Mm -hmm. And this is why I like the punch-punch-kick throw on Johnny, because it keeps him alive, but Meryl's dead. So he has to live the rest of his oh. life without Meryl. And, and I'm like, yeah, suck on that. But, but then you won't get MGS4. Took my girl. Well, exactly. The uh, game becomes see, more friendly up until well, MGS2. There's like two <laughs> perspectives of MGS4. First is like, from a fan point of view, I hated it. Because when I was first playing it, you know, you're, you want to play a solid snake, right? That's the main character. That's the badass. You went through MGS1 with him, 2 with him. Then all of a sudden he's old, he's dying. You're like, Man, you, they can't end it like this. That was like the... You don't love Old Man Snake? I don't. Because you see, like, he you know, this cool great. character just uh, pretty much dying so in cool. front of you. So that's he's like, the coolest he's ever been in for. He's, like, old. He's cynical. He's like, cool. he's, he's young, but he has to be old. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. so cool. You feel for him, He's though, like, like, oh, they're well, killing... Like, I got a death wish. <sighs> yeah, so, but you're yeah. like, they're killing, you know, the character that I wanted to play as. So from that's like a you know like a casual fan perspective and then and then you hear I don't know if you've read like the behind the scenes making of MGS4 and stuff maybe they covered it in that video but he pretty much Kojima put himself in Snake like that's how he felt trying to make MGS4 he was like the older guy in the building trying to teach like you know you know all these other guys how to make his games um Every time he went into like a boardroom, he would he would kind of symbolize that with going into battle with his like colleagues and troops. He would call them like he would be the soldiers that he would go to battle with to the upper management. Yeah. So like I feel like Kojima put himself into Snake a lot and how he was feeling um, in the game community, just developing MGS4 that he didn't want to. And then when so many people were 
were mad at MGS2 and how the development of that went. They're like, well, you know what? You want me to explain everything to you? You want me to explain every single little detail to you? Well, here's MGS4. I'm just going to explain everything to death. <laughs> and I'm not going to leave anything, any stone unturned. I'm not going to leave it up for speculation. I'll, I'll detail and outline every single thing for you simpletons. Yeah. Do you know what I think would have been cool, though? What? Is that they did a secret ending. So they left the big boss thing for only if you complete the game on the boss extreme. That I reckon cool. that would have made that... the, the game better. Because otherwise you think Snake's killed himself, and he's dead. Uh, so you'd only have to play it on the hardest difficulty to see that? Yeah, to get the big boss credit. And then ah. the 70-minute cutscene. <laughs> that, that would be cool. I know some games, like, they have the little secret cutscene at the end if you beat it on, like, a certain mode or something. Then they have a little extra at the end. That would be cool. Yeah. You know what direction I wish they went to with MGS4? I wish they made Snake like they made Johnny. Because Johnny was the one who wasn't filled with nanomachines. <laughs> And he was the uh, one. Okay. So I know Snake has. You I know, was all like, that's... what? It's a game where Snake he like has to like find pins. No, 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 no. Maybe, maybe. Maybe I should I uh, ex explain a little further. But because they made Johnny to where he's like the soldier that doesn't have all the the nano machines in him. He's like you know it's all natural. He doesn't rely on these nano machines to get him through. I wish they kind of yeah. put Snake in that. Like, I know they had the whole nanomachines thing in him, but they retconned everything else, so they could have easily retconned that as well. But they go with, like, well, now Snake is the guy that doesn't rely on these things that every other soldier does. And he, like, still outmaneuvers them all at this age. I thought that would have been pretty cool. Yeah, that was always a weird thing. Like, because he had, he had the kind of first-generation nanomachines from mm -hmm. the original Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, Drebin gets to him. And you're like, it creates a bit of a little odd plot element, like, that they kind of glossed over, in which Snake's now on the system. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't they just control him? Like, but it, they, they kind of make it make sense by, it, you know, Ocelot's grand plan, you know. Mm. He, he needed Snake to kind of be successful, so why mess with the guy you need? But it, it is a bit strange <laughs> i mean there's a lot of weird things in mgs4 like when he crawls through the little microwave tunnel at the end like uh and then you see towards the end that the little metal gear 2 puts the code in and they get inside mm. but like they need snake's dna i think is why he has to go all the way through there but they could have gave like a you know some blood on him the metal gear and have that thing go through and open that door besides him crawling all the way through there but i don't know yeah but i i i mean i like it because it creates the um the opening of the the microwave room that's like iconic to me because i experienced that same feeling like it's nice and cool inside but it's really hot outside you open the door yeah it's just <laughs> What's the, wait well then it's the other way around then because when he opens it all that heat hits him so then as soon well, as yeah, you go that's what outside, I'm saying. Oh, you as open soon as... the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The outside hate just right well, in. You're in New Zealand, uh, so that's to you. It's like a reverse microwave. Is it, is it super hot over there? Uh, it's summer at the moment, so it's been getting hot, but mm. it, the weather's been really all over the place. Yeah. 
So I'm like, uh, yeah, but I know what you mean. Like, as soon as you open that door, that heat and humidity slaps you in the face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's for, for speedrunning, though. I enjoy it. For speedrunning, though, I speed hate that thing. Speedrunning, it kind of. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate that scene. And then all Dude. of that, and if you have a bad, like, let's say you're on world record pace and you have a bad um, Ocelot fight, you hate that room even more. Yeah, Ocelot fight is weird. I've been looking at that and going, that's nice. Like, I don't know. It's I, I Part of me wonders if you can just choke him out the whole time. Like, I tried choking him, and mm. it let me skip through all the phases quicker, but it, mm. it was a bit weird. So, I don't know. I, th I think there's optimizations there, maybe, as well. well there's, there's optimizations everywhere in MGS4. Yeah. So, Apache says, I want to go to MGS4. If I had a dollar for everyone said that they want to go to MGS4, I wouldn't be doing this podcast right now. <laughs> you should you should totally do it. It's a great Wii game. Um, emulation is picking up on it, so who knows? Maybe that'll be an avenue in the future. That's not like I can get it to work, but... Yeah. <laughs> I hope, like, I have more faith that the emulation... We'll get there before any type of port or something for MGS4. I think the emulation will get there eventually. I don't know how Mine's long that'll weird. take, but I think it'll get there eventually. I I know a time save as well on your your run. Um, What's the time the save? Solid, Metal Gear Solid 1 scene can be done way faster. <laughs> but that doesn't count in your timer. Doesn't it? It does Like, no uh... stats, no timer, none of that counts. You could die, you could take a continue... It doesn't count. Bummer. Yeah. I thought I was like, yeah, this is my point. <laughs> this uh, is where I'm going to catch up. No. Nope. <laughs> I've tried killing myself, but it's I think it's on normal. or I don't know what difficulty it's on, but it takes even longer to try to kill yourself to get out of that than just going well, through the Well, in that vent. case, I'm going to submit a run, and it's going to be like five hours long. It could but be. But the end time is going to be two hours. You it know? could. Like, Wait. And I'm, it's just going to be me vent glitching out of... Um, because you can vent glitch in that area as well and go like out of bounds and fall off the mountains and then if you walk back around you end up back hmm. up I don't even know get... you could vent glitch is it the vent that, uh, that we used to escape right there the vent or are you talking about the other one yeah Okay. you could use both Yeah. either works I wonder if the game kicks you out of the dream after a certain time you're in there <laughs> I don't know Maybe. I've never spent that much time I went like upstairs I walked around I went around to the left, but I never really stayed around for like an hour. Yeah, that's a, um, I like that part. It's cool. Although, it messes up your screen sometimes, like, because it just takes a wee while to, like, load. I do like it, like, I feel like it delays it just to make sure that your screen has properly adjusted to the new resolution it needs to run at. I've lost the run there because when it changed to MGS1, my capture card stopped recording um, gameplay. <laughs> like, it just was a black screen. I could see it fine on my yeah. monitor, but my capture card just kept recording a black screen. Oh, and some That's people fun. said their audios have switched sides. So once you start loading oh. up Act 4, your right is now your left and your left is now your right. So the wolf fight is even more difficult. That is weird. Yeah. Weird stuff happens when they go to that MGS1 scene. 
yeah but i don't know it'd be cool to find some stuff out um and yeah maybe bring some more people to mgs4 like my idea was not to tell anyone and then just get a mm -hmm. good time and record it and put it on the boards and be like hey hey everyone i'm here <laughs> I, mean, I i'm all for new runners i'm great i'm grateful that you're that you're running for i think the more forerunners we get the the more optimal this unoptimal game will be so it's really cool that you're doing this so uh yeah um outside of four do you have interest in any other mgs games with you just watching the speed and you're like you know what that'd be cool to kind of learn the game um not really weirdly like at this stage um uh -huh. like i've been been enjoying the very easy league and metal gear solid 2 but it's one of those things where it's like i don't think i'd want to pick up the game kind of full-time like it would be fun to learn the run especially because that game as a casual player confuses me i'm like that's the first thing i'm gonna have to figure out is all the rooms i need to go to mm -hmm. people are like oh yeah ef connecting bridge and i'm like <laughs> that could be any bridge in the game you know, <laughs> you know i'm there i'm there with you in terms of i even know the game i've ran two but i just don't know it to that level where they're like bc bridge and i'm like i have to think i'm like which one's bc again and um yeah yeah it's cool to see ve league i agree with you it's really fun to watch as a viewer but no way i'm learning that category yeah yeah that's the I'd, I'd learn it for that one week do the race and be like, yeah if i enjoy it then maybe i'll pick it up but fair enough otherwise i'll keep that casual um yeah three i have no interest in until yeah maybe we can see load removers um I don't mm -hmm. actually enjoy that game a whole... Like, I kind of enjoy it. I I think I'd prefer to just watch the cutscenes of that game rather than play it. It's a bit of an mm -hmm. odd one for me. But I know those are fighting words, but... Hey, some I don't people know. here will ban you for saying that. <laughs> the thing with 3 is I think, like... Uh, I remember reading about it way back in the day in, like, an official PlayStation magazine. And they made it seem really cool. They were like, ah, oh, like guards can shoot through like wooden bridges and the bullets will travel through and still hit you and stuff. And mm -hmm. I was like, well, this game sounds amazing to, to young, young me. Um, but then when you play it, like it plays just like a regular Metal Gear Solid game, you know? <laughs> well, if you're playing it casually, like you have to put yourself in when the last Metal Gear game you played was two, then you play three. Yeah. And it was like a whole another level. The level designs, yeah. the the items, the backpack, the stamina level, the camouflage percent. Like when I played first yeah. when I first played three, I was hooked. I think that's it as well, is because I did play it through the HD collection. That was my yeah. experience with it. It doesn't have that same kind of impact mm -hmm. um, that it would have had, you know, back right, then right. if I'd had a PlayStation Two and I'd played a game as Raiden. And I think what, like, I don't like that they um, made Raiden, like, a joke character in 3. Like, they put him in as... Um, like Rykov. I can't remember his full name. Yeah, Rykov. That's mm -hmm. it. Because I know he's got, like, that full name. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah and it's like... Mm, like, that, that kind of detracts the, from the game for me. Because I'm one of the people who appreciates that Raiden was introduced into the game. And, like, changed the way that Metal Gear Solid 2 was told. Yeah, I didn't like that either. Ma how they made Raiden more into it. Like, they knew that the fans didn't like him. 
So they added yeah. that that in there even more. Like, okay, you guys don't like him? Well, we're gonna make fun of him even more now. Yeah, especially because then he becomes such a massive badass. And <laughs> yeah, he goes away, does all this <sighs> training, becomes a robot, and now all of a sudden he's the cool guy. Yeah. Yeah, and then he gets his own spin-off game, which is has the best soundtrack of all Metal Gear Solid games. And uh... <laughs> hey, it's pretty... I, maybe it's because I kind of enjoy that music, although to a more extreme extent. You like um, death metal stuff? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a big metal fan. Metal Gear Solid fan. No. Um, <laughs> so, um, no, yeah, I, I uh, enjoy metal, like... Probably see in Discord my image is like me into a little microphone. I do I do the screaming stuff oh. sometimes. Who's your bands? Who's your favorite bands? And kind of don't say anything that I probably never heard of, like a local band. Give me like the most <sighs> general, more popular band you general. can think of, like <sighs> mainstream stuff. Because I only listen to underground stuff. Well, oh, come um, on now. Don't be one of those guys. Just <laughs> give, me, give me the the popular mainstream I, radio stuff. I think the most popular, well-known band that I like would be a band called Between the Buried and Me. Mm -hmm. Never heard uh, of them. Th yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's tricky. Like... Yeah, my favorite artist is just this like French dude who makes like crazy weird music. It's um, <laughs> awesome. But uh, yeah, um, I'm trying to think of like a more popular band. Like that's the thing though. When I think of like a more popular band, uh -huh. my f first thought immediately goes Linkin Park. <laughs> but that's because <laughs> that's, that's not... like what it, I grew up. You know, you grow up with that as a child, and you yeah. kind of like still appreciate it. Like you know, I love listening. Like I'll just sometimes chuck on Hybrid Theory. Mm -hmm. Um, or even Meteora, just listen through that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like Slipknot is all good, like the older stuff. Um, at least up to the All Hope Is Gone album is what I usually listen up to. I don't really listen to the newer stuff. Um, I like listening to a lot of like Corey Taylor stuff, like even in Stone mm -hmm. Sour as well, because that's kind of where my voice range sits okay. so it's a bit easier to sing along to at points until he starts singing higher because he's got a crazy vocal range um and i'm like cool i i don't so <laughs> i played stop singing so high i played a little bit of guitar so what i appreciate is like the older bands kind of like the yeah. the 80s 90s stuff just because the newer stuff i feel like especially with the seven string i don't like seven string a more like classic six string stuff so i'll dig those more than the don't like listening to some digent no especially with like digent with like the the 300 bpms of a solo that i have no idea what's going on so i like the more rhythm stuff going on you might like between the beard and me maybe i'll check it out they'll like their their guitar they'll like it's almost like someone was like, cool, let's get these incredibly talented musicians and just put mm. them in a band and let's see what they make. <laughs> mm. And that's them. Um, I'll, I'll check it out, definitely. I'm always on the lookout for, for new music. Yeah, Colors is like the, is, is the album that, they use, that people usually recommend the most because it's like one of those, um, what's the name for it? Concept album mm. where like, you know, it, the whole album is like a song it's like a um it's like a 45 minute 
endless song. Pretty much. <laughs> and yeah, it covers like they'll like dip into other genres. Like there's a bit in one song where it's like bluegrass, and it's <laughs> what is what's their main crazy. genre that they're classified uh, in? I think it would be melodic metalcore, but mm -hmm. that's kind of drifted. Oh, actually, more of like a prog metal these days. I think back in Colors, they would have been considered more melodic metalcore. And they've kind of shifted more into progressive metal. The hardest, like, metal stuff, the darker ones, are like Sepultura. I've listened to them a bunch. Yeah. Um, Children of Bodom. Mm. R.I.P. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like Lamb of God, stuff like that is probably the heaviest I'll get into. Ah, yeah. But then again, it's just like yeah. general very popular stuff i haven't gone into any of the the more underground bands usually these days it's whatever spotify recommends that i go hell yeah this sounds cool that's the thing like i, I don't know where to find all these people i don't have i don't want to take the time to go listen to a hundred different bands before i find one so usually i just wait for recommendations like someone's like oh check this out i'm like all right i'll check it out and then i'll yeah. add it to my spotify list well that's all i did i like i would just um start spotify like listening to music i liked and mm -hmm. then i'd start looking at that like recommended for you list yeah, yeah where it would like kind of curate lists and i'd like pick stuff off well that's the thing like that. so that's i'll listen to i'll listen to death metal then i'll listen to like pop rap then i'll listen to like everything then my recommendations are just everywhere and i have no idea where to start yeah it gets a bit crazy like that but i've found some cool bands that way like um uh, Destiny Potato is one. <laughs> Destiny Potato. Okay. Yeah, they. I think they only made the one album. Um, that's kind of cool. Um, uh, one that I've been listening to a lot is called like I don't really know how to say. It. I think it's Destrage, and they're like an Italian metal band, um, and their stuff is really quite cool. Oh. Let me see. Um, how do you spell that? Destrage. Uh, D E S T R A G E. Oh, I found them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, another one, uh, Richard Henschel. And he's just got this album that's just like kind of nice, like melodies and just kind of soft metal in a way. Mm -hmm. um, it's just kind of just nice to chill out and listen mm. to. I'll check those out. But cool, cool. Is that what you? Is that what you're into more? After uh, other than speed running, is just music. Uh, kind of. I mean, I like playing games in general as well. You Have know, you like, played any new games? Like, new games. What's the What's Not the really, latest? Eh? The last game you played that was new. I asked this. I asked Platana guy this, and he gave me a game Ooh. from like 2009. So let's see if you can beat that. So, the. So what the last like newest game I played? Yeah. Ah, oh, jeez, putting me on the spot. I'm trying to. I think. mean, it doesn't have to be like the last one, but just one of them I, that you could remember. I am thinking it may have been Hitman Two, not like the real old Hitman Two, but like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the been other Hitman, Hitman Two. Games. That's a solid game. Yeah, Hitman Two Two. Um, <laughs> just I like enjoyed that game except the whole the shooting snipers through walls thing. Have you seen speedruns of that I mean, game? I 
think I've seen one of Blood Money because that's kind of like one of my favorite Hitman games. Oh. I used to play that tons on like a really old crappy computer. I'd like crank up the graphics and play it at 10 frames. Um, <laughs> so I enjoy that game. I love Blood Money. Um, Blood so Money for, I got it like, it's like the HD collection they did on PS3. Blood Money was my favorite one. I like the, there's the opera mission. That's the mission I'm like the best at. I remember that um, one. Yeah. You have to kill I, the the opera singer. Yeah. As well as like a VIP that's like watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the way you do it, you walk in um, and you can do it all like in your suit pretty easily. Although I usually, um, so I walk in, I go into the toilets. Mm -hmm. One of the like maintenance men goes in, you're like, I give him the old anesthetic to knock him out, take his clothes, chuck him in the little bin on the side. And then you just walk around, you go into one of the actors' rooms and replace... Oh, you got to go to the counter first as well to get, like, the real World War One gun or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's like the jacket pocket. exchange the prop gun for the real gun. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then you go up into the, like, uh, like the top where all the lighting stuff is and you, like, chuck a bomb on that. Yep. Um, and then you walk out, watch the play unfold, watch your target get killed by the real gun, and then the VIPs all like, "Oh my god!" and runs down, and you go, Boop, "Yeah, yeah, yeah!" Drop the chandelier on him. Yeah. So, uh, so you anyone just walk on out that doesn't know, it's like the actors are now doing their part in acting. So your target's on stage, acting, and then the VIP members watching him in the in the in the chairs in the crowd. So you've changed the prop gun for a real gun so when the actor is fake shooting the other actor uses the real gun so boom down goes one of your targets then your other target the vip member rushes to the stage to see what happened then you detonate your whatever bomb that you planted in the lights and that kills your other target downstairs yeah because the idea is you want to get accidental kills to try and get the silent assassin yeah rating. yeah you know what i hated which level the one in New Which Orleans one? during Mardi Gras, and you have like oh, the chicken costumes. Tricky. Oh my god, that I tried yeah. to figure out how to do that. It took me like a month. Yeah, that game to me, it gets to a point where like the first few levels I can do like really well, uh -huh. and then it's like as soon as I go to like I think it's Louisiana, and you're yeah, on, that's like, the, the one and stuff. Yeah, I just like I'm just like. So anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> <laughs> the the boat one is really tricky the i like the other louisiana one the one with the wedding in the little yeah the mansion. wedding one's right. that one's fun uh you just like take clothes from a guy who's just sitting up yeah, sleeping yeah, and you're yeah. like how did i take his clothes that one's fun in the marshes the one in the neighborhood and where like all the houses are those are fun i like that one too that one just had that game had great level design yeah the white house one can be like that was the last Either really one, fun right? or really frustrating. I think, it, yeah. I mean, if we don't count like the the credits mission. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. that mission was really tricky. that is hard. It took me a while yeah. to to get through that one. Uh, what yeah. else was there? I think the the hardest one was. Have you played Hitman Contracts? The, I think that's the first one. The, well, the no, first Hitman one's, Silent um, Assassin. The first one on console, right, so not got, on PC. You got... Oh, okay, yeah, because I'm thinking... Hey, split on PC, so Code Name 47. Yeah, so. that's like the first, first OG one on PC. Then yeah. you have the first console one in Silent Assassin. Yeah, Silent Assassins. And I, then, yeah, Contracts. Those think, two, just in general, are pretty difficult. 
Yeah, Silent because Assassin. The way they handle detection is like way different. I I like that one. Like the way they handle detection in that one. Blood Money probably, you know, perfected it. But I like the it's like Silent Assassin is like the MGS one of Hitman where the controllers suck, the AI sucks, but it's just yeah. like this classic nostalgic feeling that I love that game. Yeah. Yeah, I did a um playthrough of them on Twitch, but I think I ended up skipping some because I was like, man, these are getting hard. Do you, do you play it <laughs> on really do you just aim for Silent Assassin in all the missions? I I mean I try to where I can. Uh-huh. But like sometimes it's just it's like do I reset the mission and try again or do I just blast my way through? <laughs> the, usually I just end up blasting my way through. The most annoying levels, I think are the mountains in Japan, like the snowy mountains. Oh, I hated those. I think that's where I gave up. I was like, nah. This those game are the is, worst. This is, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Because it seems like there's no way to sneak through it. You just have to No, you can sneak through it. Run. And there is a way to sneak through uh, it. I don't know how. You just have to be like super careful. Um, but the speedrunning is pretty fun to watch as well. They abuse like the slide mechanic. So every time, like, 47 slides, he doesn't make... It's kind of like holding the the grenades and equip-unequip to where Snake's running. They don't hear your footsteps. The same thing happens in, like, where you see 47 sliding everywhere. And that animation cancels out the footsteps. Um, but, yeah, Silent Assassin was fun. I think the Russia-St. Petersburg missions were fun. I think that was Silent Assassin, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Very sure that those were all Silent Assassin yeah. missions. I think the last mission, I wanted to rip my hair out with all the guards everywhere in the in the church. Hmm. Yeah. See, I don't think I've played it like up to the end. Oh, uh, you got it. Fun. You got to play those. <laughs> <laughs> I get to a point where I just start cheating. I'm like, cool. Let's yeah. nail people to walls and stuff. But I feel like. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't play gravity. too much of Hitman 2, like the new Hitman 2 you were talking about. I played Hitman 1, and I felt like that just held your hand too much. Like, they kind of do. Like, yeah. I think they hold your hand for, like, a, a very generic way, like, to get it, you throw it your first time. And then I think the idea is that that'll get you hooked in, like, looking at what other ways you can complete the level. But the the but other I feel like most casual people don't really care. Yeah, but like the other ways you way. can complete the level, they're all challenges though. Yeah. Like uh, every single way you could kill them, they give you a challenge for it. Then they tell you exactly where to go and what to do. I feel yeah, like that kind of ruined it. And yeah, you could turn it off and not care, but it's staring you right in the face the whole time. Yeah. And the problem. I'm just glad coming. it's not like. Um absolution where you just like oh you absolution that, that you'd burn through you'd like cover your face you're like oh, cool <laughs> and then it has like the little indicator once it reaches a certain level they're like wait a minute you've been here too long now i know who you yeah. are yeah i hated absolution yeah, it, it just yeah made like changing costumes a bit pointless it's yeah just like, what's the point you just hold down whilst 47 pulls down his hat or something for yeah. like five seconds like I, yeah I enjoyed the point shooting. That was quite fun, though. Where you could just, like, mm -hmm. um, pause time, pick pick a bunch of targets, and then you'd just, like, get little cutscenes where you'd shoot them all. Yeah, yeah. Like the Red Dead kind of style. That was, yeah. was kind of cool. 
but just story-wise, I hated it. Gameplay-wise, I didn't like the level designs. I felt like all you do is you use the the little animation where he hides for a second, he pulls his hat down, then you just go from cover to cover over and over again. Yeah. So anyway, covered a lot in this topic line, and we're like an hour, 45 minutes almost into it. Dang. All right. Do you want to say anything else before we sign off on this episode? Ooh, anything else? Um, not really, actually. I feel like I got my main talking points. Yeah. Up. I feel uh, like we can talk another, you know, two hours pretty easily if we keep going on. Right. Yeah. I mean, if we talk about games, I feel yeah. like that would just go on for ages. Like, oh, what are we playing now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Definitely would. <laughs> I, like, didn't stream yesterday because I was too busy playing Grandia for PlayStation. Let everyone so, know uh, RPG. <laughs> Let everyone know where they can find you. Yeah, so um, you can find me on Twitch. I stream erratically now, thanks to work. Uh, but that's at twitch.tv slash lime underscore meringue. Uh, of course, um, spell it. Yeah. I'll just say hi. I mean, if someone is going to tune a- into this podcast and you... Because we uh, we now go on Apple, we're on Google, we're that's on true. Spotify. So if someone's like, yeah, I've been listening to it on Spotify. On Lime underscore Meringue, they're like, uh, okay. <laughs> How do I spell? Okay, so it's spelled L I M E. Okay, there you go. There's the hard word that's, out of the way. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's the hard word. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, L I M E underscore M E R I N G U E. There you go. Uh, meringue has a weird spelling, but they're very tasty. They're like little sugary goodness. Um, yeah, that's mainly where you'll find me. Of course, I'm in the Metal Gear Speedrunner Discord. Um, usually hanging out in the MGS1 channel. Going, ma- making just funny remarks, and <laughs> then having someone like Plywood, who knows things, uh, shut me down. Uh, <laughs> You gotta keep me don't listen to plywood. Lazy. Just keep pushing forward. Eventually, you find something. <laughs> uh, same thing on four. I believe uh, in you. And yeah, I guess yeah, I'll be. Um, I've, I've been checking it out a bit more the MGS4 channel as well. Nice. Just haven't said as much. I've been watching a uh, land sandwich. Uh, improve tons mm-hmm. on the boss extreme. Another new runner. Great to have. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I got YouTube and stuff that you can find, but they're not really used. Those are on your Twitch, uh, I'm guessing. They can find all that yeah. there. Yeah, I'm, you know, Twitter as well. All I really do is just wait for Apache to write something on Twitter and then just like it. Um, Don't we all? You know. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, mainly Twitch. Twitch is where you'll find me. All right. Sounds good. Thanks again, Live Meringue, for joining me in Episode 5. We covered a lot of stuff. In this one, I'm sure I'd love to have you back. We can go into, you know, some other topics, discuss some other things, some other games. We could probably have a Hitman episode as well if we really wanted to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe we should both pick up the run. You know what? I was thinking of that for a while, but it's just too much. If you if you get a chance, check out uh, this guy, runner called CJ Gareff. C-J-G-A-R-O-F. He's on YouTube. Really talented. Super creative way he plays the game very fun to watch but for him man but anyway here's the discord link if anyone's in chat if you want to join the metal gear speedrunners community 
Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, check us out on twitch.tv slash Metal Gear Speedrunners. You'll find the Discord link in the chat or in the panels down below. And you can go into the links and applications. See if you want to be a guest in the near future. But thank you, everyone. That's it for Lime and I. And we will see you in episode six. Take care.